0: Hello and welcome to The Wannabe Entrepreneur, the podcast about what's really like to bootstrap a company. My name is Tiago and uh, today is Freestyle Episode Day. As you know, I often release two episodes per week and the first one on Tuesdays is this one, The Freestyle. Well, I basically share my journey as an entrepreneur, what's going through my mind, what I've able to achieve and learn. And on Thursdays, I have interviews, interviews with entrepreneurs, with experts in their fields or small bootstrappers like me to learn from their journey so that uh, you can learn from their mistakes and from their wins as well. And you can become a better entrepreneur. In today's episode, I have a lot of things to talk about, to be honest. First of all, in the end, I'll be sharing a lot of cool tools that I've experimented with in the past weeks, they're really cool and I think it might help you also with your own project and business. I also want to speak about how I'm dealing with the fact that for the past month I haven't get any proper sales for the community, especially this being the month already when I'm not getting any unemployment money, so I'm completely burning my savings. I also want to share something that I've learned. I had a very interesting chat with a CEO that uh, built a company using VC Fund and uh, was able to do a very good exit. And he's been teaching me how to do proper selling, how to acquire new customers. So super interesting conversation. And you will learn about that too. Of course, I will give you an update on the community. We are doing the Accelerator program. Each team already had two meetings and i want to tell you how this accelerator is going what they are doing there and uh, yeah that's basically it a lot of uh, interesting topics and i'll probably will remember other topics along the episode so make sure to listen until the end and uh, yeah let's get started with today's episode As you know, I love sailing. It's been a passion of mine since my teenage years, but it seems the older I'm getting, the bigger the urge to just go to the sea and spend my days on a sailing boat. Being in Portugal means that I get to see a lot of sailing boats, but that also makes me feel kind of anxious because I just want to be there. I sometimes just want to jump to the water and swim until I reach the boat and sail it. It's a big passion of mine. And uh, six years ago, when I decided to take my license so that I would be able to sail bigger boats with engine and everything, I quickly realized that the information that they would teach you in the course was A, extremely theoretical. So no way you would be ready to sail a boat just from that course. And B, there was a lot of things that were lacking, actually. For instance how to set the anchor. When you are sailing and you want to stop your boat, you need to launch the anchor, and the anchor will basically make sure that your boat is stuck to the floor, and it won't just slide to shore. So, before sailing, or being a solo skipper, not a solo skipper, but being the skipper of a boat, I obviously spent countless hours on YouTube. I was basically trying to consume as much information as I could. Because I know that sometimes knowing a little bit of information can be the difference between uh, having a safe night on anchor or waking up with a boat against the rocks or something like that. So the idea that I have for setting the anchor is the one that I see from movies. You basically see the anchor going down And we don't even really understand how it works, right? I I think I just assumed that the weight of the anchor would make sure that the boat gets stuck, gets in one place, it doesn't move. But that is actually wrong. The anchor only works when it gets buried in the ground or the sand, basically the soil underneath the boat. If that doesn't happen, your boat will eventually drag... And it's basically not safe. It can just uh, drag to shore or to rocks or to the middle of the ocean. This information, I learned it from YouTube. And I was able to implement it because I watched a video before. There was nothing else. I've never tried it myself. No one ever taught me. I just saw the video and replicated it in the first time I was sailing in Croatia. And in the sailing world, there's many of these things. Another example, for instance, was knowing that sometimes the propeller can uh, get intertwined with some algae or uh, with some uh, rope that comes from the boat. And that actually happened the first time I sailed. The engine was not working. I didn't know why. And I remember that video that I watched that said that this was a possibility. So I basically dove and saw, yes, That there was some rope intertwined with the engine, with the propeller, and I basically had to cut it and remove it, and then the engine was working again. And I have to be honest, it is kind of scary that my safety depended on the fact that I have previously watched a 5-minute video on YouTube. That piece of information was crucial for my safety. And that also happens in many cases in our life. For instance, if you are having a job interview, sometimes they can ask you a question about a certain topic or technology that you could easily answer if you had watched a video or read a Wikipedia page. But since you didn't, you didn't get the job. That's something that is always in my mind while I'm going through this bootstrapping journey. Sometimes I get really close to quitting. And I have to be honest, this past month hasn't been easy. But kind of a part, a little voice in the back of my head keeps saying, what if it, everything changes? What if the answer is in one YouTube video away, or an interview away, or even a shower way where my ideas come to my head and everything changes. It seems that I'm so close, that I've learned so much, yet I'm still so far away from reaching my goal, from reaching a sustainable growth of new users and paying users coming to the community or any business I'm doing, really. I don't know if this is also something that you think about, but it's definitely something that stresses me out. To die so close to the beach. This is a Portuguese expression that you're basically, well, I guess it's connected to sailing as well, right? Your uh, boat has just sunk and you have been uh, drafting for days and days and then you finally find the beach and you're almost inland and you die. (laughs) That's where this expression is coming from. This is something that scares me, as I just told you. And in this past month, I have to be honest, it has been really, really terrible for my morale. As you remember, March was an amazing month where I basically doubled my income and I was really hopeful for April. I knew that I was not making any more unemployment money but things were going good. I just said great, a mixture of great and good, <laughs> really good. But that didn't happen. Since then, since the beginning of April... I've got two new members and I don't know what's happening. I mean, I'm basically doing the same, right? I've been using indie hackers. Maybe I've reduced it a little bit, but I'm quite strong on Twitter. I get a lot of people coming to the website, but it's just not converting. It's so frustrating because I'm putting so much effort into the community. I'm putting so much effort into. Being an entrepreneur. And there's also a lot of pressure around as well for me. I guess it's not easy to be in your early... Well, I'm late 20s still. But almost in the 30s. Where there's so much pressure from society to kind of move on. And having this entrepreneurship. I keep on thinking, I need to get this going. I need to make money, I know a lot of people keep on telling me, ah, Tiago, you only speak about money, but again, this is, so far, my biggest concerns, if I was able to get a paycheck, even if it's not super high, I think I would be much more relaxed, that I could enjoy the process much, much more, so I keep on searching, I keep on searching for that one idea that will change everything, And recently, I was talking with a friend, he's the CEO of a successful online company. And he told me that he is a sales CEO. There are the product CEOs that are more focused on building the product, and then the sales ones that focus on acquiring new customers. And he told me that a way for me to grow my product, my community, is to focus on sales instead of marketing. I asked him what was the difference between these two, because for me, they were kind of the same. But he clarified it. He told me that marketing is creating systems to bring the users to the product, whereas sales is creating systems that uh, take the product to the users. It's different, right? You have more control over it. When you do marketing, you cannot control if it works or not if people are actually coming to visit your website. Whereas if you do sales, it's totally in your control. It depends on how you communicate the product to people, how many calls you do per day, etc. He told me a bunch of cool techniques that he used during his days building the company. For example, he would try to guess the email of uh, big CEOs. Normally, the format is the standard, so you can have the first name dot the last name at google.com. They actually built a script where they could uh, just put the names, put the company, and it would generate a lot of different combinations that then they could use to send and see which one actually bounced and which one didn't. If it bounced, obviously this was the wrong email, but if it didn't, probably someone was receiving it. I also asked if it was okay to send multiple emails to the same person, and he told me that it is. He even gave me some examples of uh, big clients that only agreed to talk with him after months of uh, trial. They told him that... If he was trying so much, if he was being so persistent, he surely had something to tell them. And you end up actually acquiring them as a client. So I asked him, how can I apply this to the WB space? How can I become a salesman? And and for me, it's really hard to have this kind of sales type personality I, I even, I don't know if I ever told you this, but I, I used to sell vacuum cleaners and they kind of gave us a sales speech and I was not very good at it. I always felt very uncomfortable. Even though I understand that being a salesman and sales is is crucial for any product and we always have this stigma against salesmen, we think they are trying to sell us the snake oil. But that's actually not true. What uh, my friend told me is that we should always sell something if we truly believe that we are bringing value to these people. That's the best way to sell because then you don't feel that you are basically trying to impose something that the others don't need. You are actually helping them. So what he told me to do is to identify a couple of valuable members of my community and ask them to recommend me other members, other potential new customers that they think would fit in the community. Because in the end, it doesn't make sense for me to just bring people that wouldn't fit among the WB space because I would just making the product worse. So that's basically what I did. I asked around and uh, I got a couple of names and I started sending a bunch of messages to them. And another thing that uh, my friend told me is that always go for a call. Try not to convince them over message. And this is something that it's really, really hard for me because I'm super bad at actually selling, especially if I have to face the person and switch from a nice guy having a nice conversation to suddenly start selling the product. But this is definitely something that I'll be trying now and I'll keep you up to date with the results, so make sure to listen to the next episodes and I will tell you if this worked or not. I'm trying to become a salesman. Maybe this is that one little piece that is missing from my success. And if not, at least I'm learning more about sales. Another thing that has been happening in the community is the accelerator program. Basically, these are 10 weeks where people work together in their own projects we split it in two teams of five elements and each team meets once a week and it's been quite fun i already had one meeting with my team i'm also participating and i i've been seeing that the other team team b by the way they decided not to change the name they are having a lot of meetings and we can see really cool things happening from the feedback i'm getting from all the members they say that it's this has been valuable, and it's a great way to keep each other accountable, to help each other, and to get some motivation. In the end, we'll have a demo day. I already scheduled demo day, by the way, and uh, it's open for everyone. It's completely free. There are, for now, 50 tickets available, and if you want to join, it will be in June. Just go to the show notes of this episode, and uh, you can just book your spot. It's going to be really fun, and I'll try to bring also people external people to kind of be the judge of uh, these events, etc. I think it's going to be really cool. In my team, Team Orca, things are not going as well because from the five elements, only three are really active and the other two are kind of a no-show. But even only having three is really, really interesting. I'm thinking on exploring Change It again, because I'm still very passionate about it and I'm getting so much traffic in the blog that I decided to just focus on the blog. I will forget about the app now and try to just grow the blog and basically optimize it. And uh, just to give me an extra push, recently the Minister for Climate of Denmark followed me on Twitter, on Change it Twitter. This is absurd. This is a person that has a great podcast. About climate change, something that I've been listening for uh, months or years now, and interviews a lot of the big names around climate change. So he's actually following Change It, he's paying attention to what we are doing. This is crazy, isn't it? So I think this is the perfect time to really reiterate on Change It and start working on it again. Now let me tell you the story of how we came up with the WB logo. So the first logo I created was uh, basically a laptop with uh, the words WB space. I took it from Canva. By the way, Canva is a great tool. If you are a terrible designer like me, Canva will make wonders. But obviously that nothing replaces the hand of a professional. And since I wanted to work on our own WBE merch, because I'm really working on this brand and and I really connect with it, I want a a proper logo. And the first person that came to my head to build this logo was obviously João, João Amaro, is a terrific designer. He has built all of my logos so far. So I asked him and he agreed to help me out. And I, I really am super thankful for him to to always help me. That's really, really amazing. He's also a very good uh, entrepreneur, and I really recommend you for you to go back to the first episodes and listen to the interviews because he has amazing stories with uh, all of his entrepreneurial projects. But we started building the logo, and he started asking me this typical designing questions, like, so what is the emotion that you want to transmit with the logo? And I told him, that I wanted to transmit the emotion of us being a community, of achieving your goals, of helping each other. And it started to kind of come up with the idea, but it was a real challenge for him because I wanted this logo to be for the WBE brand. And this included this podcast, this included the WBE space, and whatever other products might come, stay tuned, around the WBE community. So it was really hard for him to come up with it, and uh, it took him a couple of iterations. But after a while, he came up with the first idea, which is somehow similar to the current logo. And I don't know if you saw it, but I will add the logo to the thumbnail of today's episode, so you can just go there and check. But the first idea was a very rounded version of the current idea. And I can also share it maybe in the show notes or something so that you, you see it. I, I really enjoy it. It looked really cool. And, and the, the idea was the same. So that you'd add the kind of three letters there. And we noticed, or he noticed, that the letters were very similar. You have a W, you have a B, and a E, And you can just, for instance, just draw a W. And by changing the orientation of this letter, it will be a B and a E. So that's kind of the idea. And in, at first, it was kind of a rounded version of the current logo. And I liked it. it. It sounded very innocent and very nice to me, and I shared it around. But then a couple of the members of the community told me that they could only see boobs and asses in the logo. And I was like, oh, man. Like, once you see it, you cannot unsee it. So I shared this feedback with João, and I, I told him that actually a lot of people were seeing the same And Joao told me, okay, this might be a problem. We need to change it a little bit. And uh, we played around with different iterations. And we kind of made the logo a little bit less round so that no one can mistake it for boobs or asses. And uh, yeah, voila, we have the new WB logo, which I'm very, very happy about. I'm very proud. And then after having that, I could finally focus on building my merch store. So luckily one of my friends entrepreneurs is Hendrik uh, the Bread Code. I also interviewed him here in the podcast and he has a very good very big YouTube channel. Uh, it's, it's called the Bread Code and he are, is already making money with merch. So he told me which website to use and uh, that's basically what I did. So the website I'm using is called TeeSpring. Dot com So T-E-E spring.com. Not promoted, not advertising. It's just like what I've used. To be honest, I didn't research too much about other websites. I know there's another one called Spreadsheet, for instance. But this one seemed very simple. And one thing that I like is that they print on demand. So it's much more sustainable in a way that I'm not printing, let's say, 200 shirts just to be cheaper. And then maybe half of it will just go to waste. I know that uh, people, when they buy it, they will print it on demand. So there's not a lot of waste and so on, which is really nice. And uh, I started building it. It's a very simple process. You just create the account. You don't have to pay anything. They'll obviously get a commission from your sales. And uh, you, you can just drag your logo there and uh, start building. So my idea... In the beginning, when I started building my merch, I thought, okay, this needs to look cool and I just wanted to put the logo only. But then I kind of realized that I don't want to build a fashion brand, right? I, I don't want to build the next Nike or uh, Zara, or whatever. I, I, I want to make this for people that like the podcast, for people that like the space, people that connect themselves with the WBE brand. So it's completely okay to basically... Show it and, and show the WB and the wannabe entrepreneur space. So instead of only adding the logo for anything that is clothing, things that people will show around, I really wanted to put the letter so that people can read wannabe entrepreneur and they can ask like, where is this from? Or or maybe they can say, hey, I also listen to that podcast. I don't know if this will ever happen, but hopefully in the future if we keep on growing. So I built it. I, I made all the possibilities pullovers, hoodies, t-shirts, all the colors, different kinds of logos with different colors and so on so that they would fit with the lighter colors and the darker colors. I also made mugs and uh, bags, groceries bags. So everything is there. Uh, what is cool about T-spring is that you can just select the item you want to sell and then put your logo on it. There's many other items that I could have sold, but I decided just to go with this. the moment which i think it's, it's already a great variety and that's it then i basically they generate a link for you your own store and it's available anyone can buy i think it's available almost all around the world which is really cool and of course that we just noticed for instance my friend max from singapore for the clothing to reach him it would be more expensive than maybe in europe but i mean i think it's quite nice and then you can also define the pricing of the items, and then you can see your profits. Another great thing you can do is also set up some promo codes if you want to do so. And uh, since I I didn't want to make money by selling this to the community itself, because I think the community are already paying and so on, I I made like a very good 25% off uh, for the community so that I can use, and and it's also PR for me. And then uh, for you, the listener, if you want to support this, um, this podcast, this is another way for you to do it. And, uh, by buying this, even if you think it's a bit expensive for you, think that you will be supporting this podcast and, uh, yeah, you're the reason by buying that uh, piece of clothing, it will be also the reason why this podcast exists. Make sure though, that you buy something that you will use and you won't trash it. Because if you're going to touch it, it's just waste, and I don't want that. Maybe it's better for you to, to buy a mug, for instance, if you're going to give it more use. So that was it. Then I went to GoDaddy and connected the, the link that they created to store.wannabe-entrepreneur.com. So it's easier for everyone. You can just go to store.wannabe-entrepreneur.com and open the store. And I started sharing it around. I shared it on Twitter. I shared it yesterday. And uh, today, and now I'll be sharing it in the show notes. From now on, I share it with the community. And uh, yeah, now what I've noticed that having this merch gives me a lot of possibilities. I, I can send this to some guests that I want to invite to, for the podcast. I can uh, give giveaways. I can go to indie conferences or meetups using this shirt. So it's, it's really a cool idea to have it. And I already ordered a bunch of them. So of course, T-Spring allows you To order samples and they are kind of at at cost price so they are cheaper for me uh i i bet you that i will also be paying a little bit for teespring because they always need to make money but it's really nice i ordered a bunch of them and i will share them with you once they arrive they they don't arrive in the next day because they have to print it on demand and so on but it's it's okay to to wait a little bit and uh, that's it that's my experience building my own merch super super cool and now we have reached the last section of today's episode the tips and tricks for entrepreneurs and today i have three little tools for you that uh, i have tried them out i have used them and i think that might help you as well in your business it's important to say that i'm not being paid to speak about these tools. I genuinely like them and I use them and uh, I just wanna share them with you because I think they might help. First tool is called Podkite, Podkite Analytics, and it's for podcasters. So if you have a podcast, you might enjoy this one. I've been using it actually for a long time, but I've never remembered to, to feature in a podcast. I don't know why, but the cool thing is you just sign up, you link it with your podcast and you have a free tier And the free tier is already super useful. So I weekly get uh, emails with uh, a lot of stats around my podcast. So I get, for instance, the top chart rankings. It tells you in each country, in the category of my podcast, in my case, is business, entrepreneurship, what is my ranking. For instance, in my latest email, I can see that in Romania, I went up 22 spots. And uh, in Argentina, I went up uh, nine spots. And Sonia, I went down six spots. And it shows also the overall ranking. And also, it shows you the latest reviews. And if you're a podcaster, you know the pain. Because there's so many different platforms for uh, listening to podcasts, which is nice in a way, because they, they don't control us that way. But it's really hard to find the reviews, right? So I have Apple, Spotify, I don't know what other platforms offer the possibility for listeners to leave reviews. But this kind of aggregates all of that, and I can see the latest reviews I just add. And then once you open the website, you have kind of an overview where you can see everything, you can see where the reviews are coming from, and there's actually a lot of other stats that you have to pay to get, so you have to upgrade to the growth plan. But maybe I'm will. i I'm even considering to do this, because one thing that I don't like about Red Circle, my where I host my podcast, is that uh, it's there's not enough data. I would like to have more data, but I'm also just checking now that uh, it costs $49 per month. I ah, know, but the starter only costs $9 per month. Okay, it's not that bad. I think this could be a good tool. And uh, even the, t- the free tier is already really good. So if you're a podcaster, I mean, it's super simple to set it up and you'll get these emails in a weekly basis and it's super cool. And maybe I'll even send them an email, see if they can create a WBE discount, let's see. If I end up updating to the starter version, I'll, I will uh, give you a more extended review on that, but so far, really, really cool. The other tool that I wanna speak about today is called Siften. is created by a fellow bootstrapper, or a colleague, if you want, and uh, it's really useful. So, for example, in my case, most of my new users or clients to the community they come from forums. So I basically find relevant comments or posts where I can plug my community and they end up finding the community that way. But it's a lot of work to always scan through all of these forums and um, every day and, and send a message and so on. So what Siften does... Is that you can define a bunch of keywords that you are interested in uh, monitoring and siphon crawls the internet, crawls Reddit, Indie Hackers, Twitter, a bunch of other forums, and sends a compilation email with all the posts where you eventually can plug your community in. So it can be really, really useful. It might take some time to set it up, to set up the nice filters and so on. But it's really cool and uh, Siphon offers a 15 day trial and from then on it's, it's, it's a paid product. So if it's useful for you I think it might be useful for you to pay but you can always try it for 15 days. And uh, the creator of Siphon also offer 30% off on their products if you are a WBE member. So that's super cool and if you are listening to this and you are a WBE member you can just use this 30% off. And last but not least, yes, today I bring you three different tools. It's to compensate all the other episodes when I I bring you no tools. So this one is a scheduler for Reddit. Yes, I finally found a proper scheduler for Reddit. It's called uh, laterforreddit.com and they also offer a bunch of analysis. For instance, you can just uh, write down a subreddit and they will kind of analyze when is the best time for you to share a post and then you can schedule it and it's completely free i've tried it it worked so super happy with it super easy to use and yeah there's nothing much here to say you just write it down and you and you post it and once the time has arrived you'll see that that it's posted on reddit and it works so super nice and it's called later for reddit that's it for today's episode all of these tools will be linked in the description, in the show notes of uh, this episode. And before you leave, there's a couple things that you can do to help me grow this podcast and to make sure it continues to exist. Giving a review on Spotify and Apple. So if you're listening actually on Spotify, you can just scroll up and uh, give a rating, actually. You cannot write anything, but you can just give a five stars, hopefully. And uh, on Apple or other platforms, you can actually write a review and this helps the algorithm to push podcast to other bootstrappers and also to help them. You can also just copy paste the link and share it with your friends. That's really, really helpful. And of course, you can buy me a coffee, become a member or buy some nice, sweet WB merch. If you do, please send me a picture once it arrives because i really want to see it you can uh, reach out to me on uh, twitter i always respond to all of your dms also if you have questions or suggestions whatever just make sure to do that i know this is a lot of things you just have to pick one to help me with a podcast but everything will be linked in the description of today's episode next thursday stay tuned super cool interview with uh, Rosie sherry about how to build communities I, I made a lot of questions to her because i also have my community so i i found it really really interesting and I, i'm sure you'll like it too and uh, this was another wannabe entrepreneur see you on thursday